You hit me once, I hit you back. You gave a kick, I gave a slap. You smashed a plate over my head, then I set fire to our bed. You hit me once, I hit you back. You gave a kick, I gave a slap. You smashed a plate over my head. Hi, everybody out there in Sonic Collective Land. This is Scott G, and today I'm joined by the full crew. Uh, my other Scott, Alan, and Darren are all here bringing all four of us together for the first time, I think, in a month or so. Uh, we are doing Maze Pick, which was mine. It's Lungs by Florence and the Machine. It was her debut studio album, released in July of 2009. Uh, it went sextuple platinum in the UK. Uh, I checked, and just last year it actually had double platinum in the US as well, too. Uh, I've had a bit of a love affair with uh, Florence and her music for quite a while since I uh, saw her first on Saturday Night Live, as I'd mentioned in the uh, the promo teaser. Uh, Wikipedia compares her to, to Kate Bush and Fiona Apple, and I thought that was a weird kind of combination, but it kind of makes sense because they're both women that really kind of do their own thing on the periphery of uh, pop music. Uh, and have moments where they break through into the charts and, and then just kind of do their own thing outside of that. Uh, I was particularly tickled by the Fiona Apple one because I honestly can't think of another person who's ever been compared to her. Uh, I'm going to do what I normally do, which is hand off to someone else so that I don't uh, spoil their thoughts by influencing them with my own first. And my favorite pick is always Darren because he has some factoids for us, usually. <laughs> <laughs> always. Yeah, put me on the spot. No problem. Here, <laughs> son of a... That's okay. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny comparing to Kate Bush and Fiona Apple. I didn't see the Fiona Apple one, but uh, I saw uh, Bjork and PJ Harvey and mm -hmm. Susie, Susie and the Banshees, who I love, actually. Um, and, and I think it's just in the way that uh, she sings is, is similar, kind of quirky, but a similar style. I think they have similar voices, but I think the, the music's a little bit different. Oh, yeah, Kate Bush. I almost like, it's almost in the new genre of like Adele too, where it's very like empowering, dramatic, sometimes sad and quirky music. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what's funny? When you picked her, I, I didn't know much about her. I, I've heard Dog Days Are Over and a few things on the radio, but I, I didn't really get into her. And then just honestly, about uh, two weeks before you picked this, Alan Cross, who does the ongoing History of New Music uh, a radio show here in Canada, and uh, he's a great uh, music historian, especially rock historian, love the guy. And uh, he, he, one of his podcasts was all about kind of the history of Florence and the Machine. And I listened to it. Um, but, of course, he doesn't really get into music. It was more the history of her. And it, uh, she was really interesting. She kind of had a really uh, kind of interesting upbringing. Her parents kind of divorced early. She was kind of an introvert, uh, weird. I think she was diagnosed with uh, ADHD and kind of some other things like that. And, and what's uh, what dyspraxia or something? Like, anyway, she had a few yeah, she had basically, and uh, dyslexia, basically she had a lot of kind of some learning disorders and some kind of, uh, you know, not I wouldn't go far as say mental disorders, but just things that would, uh, you know, make her maybe a little quirky to uh, some other people. And, and I kind of found that interesting. I was like a good underdog story. Um, and I think she's super talented. I think she uh, kind of worked her way up and worked hard and 
Um, I heard she cornered a, a woman in a washroom, basically, and started singing to her. And I forget this woman's name. I'll put it in the show notes, uh, as well as the Alan Cross thing. I'll do that, too. But that she basically just uh, it was some other uh, British celebrity uh, singer. And she just, like, followed her in a washroom and started singing. And, and it was a classic, like, oh, actually, you're pretty good. You got an interesting sound. You should uh, come out and practice. And that kind of started her down the path. Um, so I, I like the backstory, but you know, honestly, when I, I really got into it, I struggled and it's just, it's a style thing for me. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Adele either. <laughs> and as you know, and I've said it multiple times on this, uh, podcast that I, I'm more into kind of upbeat music and there's exceptions like, but then we'll do like, uh, the, the Tom Petty wildflowers album, which was a lot slower in a lot of times. And, uh, Loved it, right? It just kind of depends. But uh, this one didn't catch me. I, I really struggled with it. Again, I appreciated uh, that, you know, she's quirky, a little bit different. I, I appreciate she, I think she's a really good songwriter, good musician, but I just could not get into it. I really struggled with this album to, to get through it. I think I listened to it two times beginning to end, and then I would pop into it now and then at certain points and try and get back into it, and I just couldn't. And again, just a personal style thing for me, but, um, you know, appreciate who he was. Uh, so we can get back to scores later, but uh, Alan, what do you think of this? Nothing. Um, yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, okay. I had it on mute. <laughs> uh, and apologies to the listeners out there. If I sound a little weird, I just had a septum surgery. So my, uh, my nose is all plugged up. Uh, I'm exactly in the same boat with you darren uh i i've heard florence and the machine on the radio any any time they've had radio hits and stuff i'm a little bit over the sound of that vocal style i think that was the hardest part for me to get into and i you know no knocks on uh, on florence welch for sounding the way she does or whatever it's just to me that's a style that uh do you remember you remember the Scott Stapp oh. <laughs> singing voice like the with arms wide open yeah. and then, like everyone totally. sung like that you know Pearl Jam sung like that it's just it's the like the female equivalent kind of, of that throaty voice that's a good thing. that's a good comparison yeah yeah uh, totally and okay I'm gonna I'll dial it back a little bit because I actually listened to that Alan Cross uh, episode on the way home oh, okay. today from work and oh, cool. uh. So Florence had a little bit of a jazz musician upbringing, and so I can kind of forgive her a little bit for the way she sounds with that. But, you know, again, it's for me, it, it comes down to, like, just how I personally feel about that, <laughs> the vocal style. Now, that being said, musically, like, she's obviously very gifted, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and stylistically, some songs, like, sort of resonate with me and... Uh, again, I don't want to echo you exactly, but like to your point, the more uh, the more energetic the song, the more I found that I enjoyed it. And there were a few that had some kind of quirky lyrics that I sort of enjoyed. Like, uh, what's the one? Uh, I forget what it's called. The one where it's basically about an abusive relationship. Kiss with a fist. Uh, the leech single. They were like yeah. talking about hating each other. Kiss with a fist, I think it's called. That, okay, it's yeah, it was the first single. Fist, yeah. yeah, I kind of like that one. Are over. Yeah. Totally. Was that a and single? Rabbit Heart. Yeah, those three. Rabbit, Rabbit Heart, Dog Days, and Kiss with okay. a Fist. Okay. I've actually never heard yeah. Kiss with a Fist until I uh, I did this review, but I think that was probably my favorite 
from the album. Anyway, just yeah, some songs for me, like I, I don't think I could sit there and enjoy the full album, you know, song after song after song. But if I if they're peppered into like a bigger playlist with a bunch of diversity of, of yeah. sounds, I think that's where for me it would really shine. So you know, again, music's always subjective, and that's kind of just how I feel about this one. So, you know, there's nothing necessarily wrong or aggravating or anything. It's just, you know, <laughs> uh, it's neither hot nor cold for me. It's just kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> and Florence right. herself seems like a very interesting person. Uh, you know, I might, I might go back and explore some of their newer stuff. I know uh, one of their... One song, I don't think it was off this album, but they actually recorded all the percussion using stuff they found in a kitchen, like with slamming drawers and like banging. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I, I think I would like it more if I kind of like got behind the music was a little it, bit and got to was see it Lars Ulrich's kitchen it. because then that um, makes sense. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm rambling at this point. Sorry, <laughs> Scar Coats. Yeah, it's. Uh, <clears throat> I'm with you guys. It was uh, not positive for me. I'd I'd heard the band name, and I kind of thought for whatever reason they're a rock band. I don't know why. Um, I realized I had maybe heard Dog Days, but like Darren, I I mean I, I really struggled to get through this one, and it's mostly for the reasons that um, Alan you just said is I just felt like the voice is so epic and theatrical like. Every song I imagine being used is like the army comes over the top of the mountain or the car wins the race <laughs> or just, yeah, just everyone was like, oh, <laughs> like just so big and forced. I was like, oh, come on. Like, I don't know. So I got through it incomplete twice and then I listened to it in pieces. And yeah, I, I'm sorry to be so negative, but like Dog Days is kind of a bit catchy. Kiss with a Fist okay a, a little bit catchy but yeah it was just all too big and dramatic all anthematic end of the world kind of song like just yeah it was just too much her voice drove me bonkers and uh yeah i just couldn't get into it so i'm sorry to be so negative but this one was not for me maybe that's why uh -huh. she called the album lungs because she was like <laughs> all go. in with her lungs there making those sounds she had to get hers replaced after it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so back to you scott craig i mean what well do you i think, I think we're going to be uh, pretty closely aligned on our reviews here because uh i i'm in love with all the singles obviously i thought dog days are over it's still one of my favorite songs of all time uh i love when people work strings in what? particularly a harp into to songs like <laughs> like it's great but i ran into the same problem that uh you know, one song is good. I can listen to two or three of them. And, but then one of the things that I hate in life is being able to see the patterns in things and repetition. And I was like, okay, well, this song, I bet she's going to lead with her vocals and then there's going to be some big bassy drums and then it's going to get quiet for a second and then she's going to say something again and then the drums are going to come back and there's going to be, you know, like all this string action going on in the background. And sure enough, that that's like the middle seven songs of this album and and i can appreciate them individually in that they're very complex compositions the vocals are layered it's you know i love when songs are just full uh, uh, of sound for lack of a better term right like when you think of 
the bomb squad laying down stuff uh, in, in rap, and they've just got so much going on in the back, and it's filling every nook and cranny uh, of the song. I get that here as well, too. It's sonically rich, but... Uh, like when I was a kid, they used to have like these little Swiss rolls that you can get and you could only buy them in packs of four. And like one was good and two was great. And three, you're really pushing the edge and you don't want to leave just one. So you just come out of eating four of these things and you feel sick and, and over sugared. And that's how I felt getting into like song nine or ten of of this album that I had just been blasted with sound for like the last hour and it was too much and i i think it was alan that said it but i agree if you just pull a song or two or three out of this and you throw it in a playlist and it's broken up you know you got bono coming in or something like that and then she floats in and then sure fiona apple or someone efforts right like that works but her times 13 is too much and we review albums here, right? So I, I have to say this wasn't uh, the greatest experience for me. I can't take a full album of Florence and and really feel good at the end of it. So, yeah, uh, I was surprised because I thought this was going to be out of the park <laughs> for me. Uh, and on one level it is, but I can't. Yeah, it's drinking from the fire hose. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> she was a bit of a drinker, too. She had a bit of a booze problem. Yeah. <laughs> if this cool. leads us to anything, it's anything that, that people will try and eat four Swiss yeah. rolls in, in a row. Yeah, and, and, so. and, and I mean, though we appreciate a lot of music, and I, I think it's important to know we're varying ages, but four Canadian white boys, one living in Thailand. But, I mean, I don't think we're the demographic that uh, you, mm. you know, would be in her audience a lot of nights. So... Um, I, I think if you're into that, if you're into the Adele's, the Sinead O'Connor's, the Bjork's, the Kate Bush, the Susie and the Banshee's, like, well, you probably gravitate to Kind of to that point, just, if you yeah. look at the list of how they released the singles, like, the only one that really seemed super made for radio was Kiss With a Fist, which I didn't think was really the best songs on the album. Like, for someone who is mm -hmm. clearly for all the other tracks trying to sound completely different. I was surprised they led with one that feels like, you know, they, they, the producer convinced them to make something that they thought would play well. And, and I would love to know if there was any kind of story behind that, as far as uh, that song and then the order that they released the tracks in. Get some scores going. Scott, start with you. Me? Oh, no, no, I'm... I'm going to reserve for the end last. as is my prerogative. All right. Well, I, I won for sure. Well, I think for me, you know, what I recommend, I think if you're into this genre, I'll put it in a 3.5 because I think it has its place. It's just not my particular place. Uh, influence for me will be low. I think this type of music, not really. It's two for me. And overall, I'm just coming in at a three for some of this. I respect what it is. I respect it's won a lot of awards. It's a very popular and beloved album, but just, just not my jam. All right. What about you, Alan? Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, as an album, not my favorite at all. So overall, I would probably give it at you know a two and a half or a three. Two and a half is probably being mean. I'm just I'm grumpy today. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no higher than a three for sure. 
uh, and it definitely did not influence my taste at all. Um, you know, we mentioned Kate Bush and Sinead O'Connor and Adele, and I think I would rather listen to all three of those artists than Florence and the Machine. Uh, <laughs> opportunity cost. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I, I might go like I'm. I'm curious to see how their sound has evolved. Like this Lungs was released ten years ago, so you know maybe as she's matured as an artist, she's managed to diversify her sound a little bit. Uh, but I'm, I'm just kind she of, has a new album out, what's that? There's a new album out like right now. Oh yeah. Just came out I mean, maybe I'll, I'll check yeah. out the single on that. Cause like we all kind of stated their single, their singles are, are pretty good. And if you throw them into a playlist or whatever, you know, good to go, but not a full album. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be meaner than you. Um, Alan, I just can't get above twos for anything on this. I, I really like, I wouldn't recommend it to others. It didn't influence my taste. I know they're popular. I think they even headlined Glastonbury or something when the Foo Fighters, uh, Dave Grohl broke his leg. I think they're a headliner. I know they're big. And when we shared this on Facebook, some people I know just said, wow, I love them. But yeah, yeah I, just, I, I just don't like it. I didn't like it. I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to listen to it again. And I wouldn't recommend it. To are, you, are you saying oh. your friends are wrong? Are you saying your Name friends them. are wrong? And they're idiots? Yes. Give them a shout out right now. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Would you, you recommend the singles? Um, no, I didn't even think this, the singles were really huh. good. Wow. Uh, no, I'm giving it to all across the board. Like, I'm glad I know what Florence and the Machine is now. <laughs> I, I don't need any more. Yeah, I, I think it's like if you like Dog Days Are Over, like that's probably as good as it's gonna get. And if you're into that sound, keep going. If you're not, then <laughs> that's right. Know, head for the door. Run for uh, I'm going to see as a recommend. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to give it a four because I think that even though uh, it's not. Uh, a good experience as a full album, like something you'd want to do over and over again. I can guarantee that <laughs> anyone who who has any sort of cachet with the other female artists that we've mentioned will find at least two or three songs on this album that's going to resonate with them, and that's going to wind up in a playlist for them. Uh, Dog Days Are Over is my big one. I also love uh, You've Got the Love off of this. Uh, all the singles are solid, and some of the other deeper you know, like B-sides are, are pretty good too. So uh, a four for that. But, I mean, Influence, I came to it late, and, and it was really only the singles that pulled me in from from back in the day. So I'm only going to give it a three uh, on that front, and and I'm going to weight that a little heavier than the recommend and just come in overall at a three as well too. It's, it's good to hear once if you can get all the way through it, but then just rate it for the singles mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, check out some of the other albums, potentially, like Alan said, to see if uh, the revolving sound uh, works for you. Sweet. Well, that's the, mm -hmm. the full mm -hmm. round here. Hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have one last thing. I guess uh, I would <laughs> recommend, if you're going to have to listen to this, try Broken Coast Cannabis. Uh, the Galliano strain. Uh, I got to uh, say, it's probably one of the freshest, most uh, you know, nicest strains I've tried this month, and uh, it would really make this thing sound much better. Derek currently so owns one hundred shares. Not being paid for this. Ask for Dean. Yeah, they're not allowed to promote. This is all me. 
They don't even throw yeah, you a free, I, uh, I, yeah, they, I don't, free rolling papers. I don't, they don't even know I do it. You know, but uh, if any of our listeners in Calgary, I try it. Hey, Broken Coast uh, Cannabis is top notch. It started as a medical uh, thing. Uh, they kept small, and they were just bought for like huge money because their cannabis is well, so popular. They, uh, yeah, they can't keep it in. Stores. All right, it who uh, who's up next? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll I'll come up with something before the end of the month. Well, stay tuned for Alan's pick as well too. Uh, this has been May's pick for the Sonic Collective. Uh, lungs by Florence and the Machine to a lukewarm response from the group. Uh, stay tuned and see what we come up with next month. For the Sonic Collective, this is Scott G with uh, Scott 2.0, Darren and Alan. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah.